Hello and welcome to Talking Transatlantic with Talina Kapari, attending to a small baby and podcast simultaneously in the United States. And telling the kids to stop playing on the Xbox and start doing some schoolwork in Great Britain, Richard Wilson. In this podcast, we might be starting to see the light at the end of the lockdown tunnel. Yeah, but don't rush out with your mask on just yet. The Prime Minister says that we have got past the peak here in the UK, but it could be a slow process back to whatever normality might be. While here in the US, we have seen hundreds gathering at a not-so-socially-acceptable distance to protest against the lockdown. But with more than a million cases in America, is this madness or the right to choose for ourselves? So, Talina, I've got a new haircut. And who did that for you? You uh, or Laura. Lovely- Laura did it. I actually managed to persuade her because I had a go at it and I, um, and I botched it up. That's that bald patch on the side there. Um, and I've taken the side, sideies, sideburns too short. So they're about as short as they were in the original Star Trek. That means nothing to you, Talina, I take it. But anyway, so she did. I sat in the kitchen and I sat on one of those stools, worthy stool. And it was like, I don't know if you ever had, back when you were little, did anyone ever come around to your house? It was like a friend of your mum's or something who would come around and cut your hair for you. Mm, no, my mom didn't have friends like that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, so and it was rather an enjoyable. Uh, I love going there. I love it. I love that touching the hair and all that. It was a rather, it was rather a nice moment. I must admit, and I think well, she's done a pretty good job. Although you can't see me because because you haven't downloaded the uh, the app properly, so you no, can't so see I'm how great it is. I'm sure. I'm sure she did a lovely job. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one person who can see me is our special guest, who's back. Yes. So in this episode, we are welcoming back a previous guest who loved being on our podcast so much, he literally begged us, Richard, I don't think Ian begged us, but... Um, <laughs> I asked him, that's begging in my opinion. So yes, <laughs> sitting at the computer in his spare room, 300 miles south of where I am. And what, about 3,000 miles away from you, Talina, is Ian Palmer. He's a uh, broadcast engineer, guitarist, and owner of a beard, which is going uh, slightly grey and getting slightly longer. He was trying to scratch it for the mic. Coming (laughs) back on our show, we might have my husband who's sitting next to me, Dominic. um, So he might come on and answer a few questions. But But he, he is busy. Because he, he is, is an busy accountant. and he's working. So, yeah. yes, so he doesn't have time to play with us on our podcast at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ian, the last time we spoke to you, you just yeah. got back from America and you I were had, in quarantine. But now I you're was, back at work? I am back at work now, yeah. Uh, we, luckily, we've got an office. So, I sit in the office for roughly 12 hours of the 12 and a half hour shift that we do. And, uh, yeah, we, we uh, talk to people using the telephone and various other talk back and and social media uh, applications, yes. So we, we, luckily we've got a window so as well. We can open that and look out. So there's more than one in your office then, is there? There's two in the office, yeah. Uh, and we are two and a half metres apart from each other, just like they are on the telly. Uh, so, yeah, no, we uh, yeah, uh, we do speak to each other. But it's it's pretty... It, it's amazing because the, the places, the occupancy of the building is, you know, there's not many people there. So it's great. 
you are you taking the tube to work or do you drive i am currently driving at the minute which i've you know uh which i'd normally go in the tube uh but uh, i'm actually driving and i didn't notice as the sort of two weeks of shifts that i was doing the, the traffic was getting heavier as, as the weeks went on or as the two weeks went on oh. so admittedly there seem to be a lot more vans on the road so that, that could be a good thing because obviously the delivery companies are all keeping busy but yeah, yeah, it's definitely starting to get busier out there, which I don't know if it's a good thing or not, which might bring you into your uh, social isolating or end of the lockdown. I think people may think that the the end's come in, but I noticed that when uh, Boris Johnson, our Prime Minister, came back after uh, coming out of hospital, he seemed to give us all a good telling off, telling us that we all need to still stay at home. So, uh, yeah. You're going out. Yeah. But he came back healthy. I'm, I was, you know, he was really sick for a while. So, I'm, you know, he made a good comeback. He, he made a great comeback. Well, he came back in style. And he's, uh, he's, he had a, his missus had, um, had a, as a baby at the same time. So, yeah, he's got it pretty stacked at the minute. But, yeah, no, he, he came back and he did his first, he did his first, uh, I think he said stand up there. But he did his first uh, um, <laughs> da- daily briefing. And uh, it felt like it felt like the, you know uh, your dad had just got home and he was telling everybody off. It was like he, it was almost like he put everybody back in line. It was like just stand, just just hold on a minute. We're, we're not out of this yet. So uh, I think. So. I think a lot of but he has he has pointed to um, the fact he is going to make an announcement next week, and that they're going to slowly start to and they're slowly going to start to introduce um, a bit more freedom or less lockdown. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they are. So I don't know what their plan is. They're going to sort of, what are they going to do? Open more shops or? <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. It's, um, um, well, the Greg's. Did you ever go to Greg's when you were living in the UK? Up in Edinburgh? Yeah, Greg's the really good sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. And bacon pasties. sandwiches. Bacon yeah, yeah. sandwiches. Vegan sausage yeah. sandwich. Isn't bad, actually. So, oh, well, you guys love them. Are they opening so, Greg's again? Greg's were going to reopen. Um, but they've made a bit of a U-turn now, I do believe. Um, I mean, if, if Greg's opened, I mean, you know, that would be it, really. That, to me, <laughs> the end of the lockdown will have happened. <laughs> well, no, Normality will have been restored. By the time this podcast eventually goes out, it might have... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but so, so they were going, and now, now, now they've made a bit of a U-turn. Um, so it will be interesting to see, because there was a survey done, and um, they found that more than half of people in the UK would be nervous about going out and um, the Scottish government and Nicola Sturgeon, who's the um, first minister of Scotland was talking about saying, yeah, you can, you can have, uh, we should suggest wearing face masks where people were saying, oh, well, they don't offer that much protection and can make people complacent. But yeah, they are talking about sort of bringing back limited movement and suggesting wearing some kind of face mask to uh, Give so, people that. The, the, the Until there's a thing to keep it up, to keep wearing a face mask. That's well, what they're no, suggesting. Well, they haven't. The, the to start because the, the the up till now they've said, you know, it's it's better to stay at home in lockdown, and uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, and when you work out all the averages, the 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 masks probably don't give that much protection. They can stop people spreading it, but not stop you getting it. So, you know what I mean? so I was looking, and I might be, I might be wrong. I might have got this wrong here. So I was looking at these masks, right? 
So the mm -hmm. ones they're using in the hospitals, uh, there's two, isn't there? There's an N95, which I think is to do with the density of filter. And there's, I think that's the one they, the spec of the one in the US. And the one here is something called an FFP3. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So the coronavirus, this is really geeky, this. The coronavirus <laughs> diameter or the size of it is 0.12 micrometers long, right? And the filter yeah. stops down to 0.6, okay? And I thought about, well, hang on a minute, how's that going to work? Because it will be, you know, these things will easily pass through it. But then I realised that the coronavirus, the virus itself doesn't travel in through the midair on its own, does it? It's usually suspended in something. So right, it's suspended in, it's suspended in, uh, maybe it's suspended in saliva or, or whatever it is yeah. and cough out. So maybe, maybe it does have, some protection, but they're the full class medical ones. When you see people going around with underpants on their heads, <laughs> I'm not really sure how much protection that gives. I can guarantee that underpants <laughs> do not well, stop gases escaping. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> you know, I mean, it might bounce off the fibres, you know, if, it, if it's got a clear trajectory through the stitch, fantastic, but it might hit, hit, uh, <laughs> Might hit a bit of thread and bounce. Well, it's, that's true on one breath, but on the next breath, is it going to? Yeah. You know, is it going to be compromised? So, yeah. So, so uh, maybe somebody who's an expert on this subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we had we had two experts in, and that oh, was great. Yeah. We had um, we have yes. Peter, who's Talina's mum's partner, um, and right. he's a professor of immunology, which is actually a subject your mum did, isn't it? Your mum was an immunologist, wasn't she? She, Ian? she was, yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, she, she's retired now, yeah, yeah. She, she hasn't been called back, has she? No, 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 she hasn't been called back. She, I think she's been out of the game too long now. Yeah. yeah. And then and we had Dr. John. Dr. John. And you'll have to explain what he does, because I didn't even know what he did. <laughs> well, he, he's, a, he's an MD, as I say in America, a medical doctor. Um, and he's no, but, uh, uh, oh, that me, word you me. couldn't pronounce. Emeritus. Yes, uh, I, I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> What's emeritus? Uh, emeritus. 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 That's it. Emeritus. Do you emeritus. know what emeritus is? I did it. Ian, that do you was know, a new word. Emer you know emeritus, Ian. Emeritus. That's the word where you've worked for a university as a like a specialist researcher. You've retired. You kind of go back now and then and talk to people. Mm -hmm. It's like being a. Ta it's like trading yeah. on your good name after you've retired and do nothing. Oh. Do you think we should cut that bit out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if I knew the if, if I knew the answer, so, you could leave that bit in. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so no, it was, it was really interesting. And the most interesting, well, actually, it wasn't the most. The most interesting stuff was their advice about COVID. But actually, the most interesting thing is uh, Dr. John's got ten dogs and five horses. And his dogs have no hair. Wasn't there a thing yeah. about pat, pat, patting people's pets? Uh, you weren't supposed to do it. Are you talking about the COVID? Yeah, yeah, the COVID. It, it, I think, like, they had the first pug in America that was on the news that um, the pug got coronavirus. <laughs> and was he on a ventilator? <laughs> I, I, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I heard... Um, this is totally. There's no, there's no professional uh, expertise in this podcast at all. But I, I heard that um, by by a vet talking on radio too, BBC Radio too, that dogs can't get it, cats can, but they're not really bothered by it. And um, 
and they can't transmit it. And I've recently been informed that a study in Denmark has proved that uh, kids can't pass it on. Really? Kids yeah. can't Yeah. They don't properly get it and they can't pass it on. But should they they've got it and they cough and sneeze and they've got it, isn't that going to pass it on? Mm, you would have thought. The only hope I have on that news is that they'll reopen the schools and I get some peace and quiet. Ah, right. Time to do some actual work I'm paid to do. I know, which, which I obviously do. Yeah, yeah, hmm? yeah, of course. No, the kids, it's less, kids are less susceptible to it, aren't they? Yeah. I'm not saying completely, but less. Yeah, I mean, there's lots we don't know because I don't know if it's genetics or, or whatever, but, you know, some people are flawed by it. Some people, apparently, they say won't even know they've got it. And that's why the number of cases will be significantly higher than the ones which have been shown through testing because a lot of people won't even know they've got it whereas other people will be like really ill yeah that's it yeah 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 well i think i don't know if you ever mentioned in the first podcast a friend of mine he was in austria and he's his buddy had it because uh, they all got tested in the village they were in and uh he his test came back positive and all he had was a runny nose <coughs> Really nose because I was told that really nose was not a symptom. Now I'm uh, worried because I have a really nose all the time. Well, he did send me a list of all the symptoms, and there's more than the list. There's more. It was from some medical journal in Austria, and the list was. I mean, yeah, it was. There was about fifteen germs on it. Yeah, well, it was translated, but it was. Um, th- there's quite a few things. There's quite yeah. a few things which they don't, you know. Well, I actually. Uh, hello, Talina. Oh, Selena's okay. returned with with Baby Sparkles, whose real name is Francesca. I'm returned with Baby Sparkles, and Hoochie's here too. Hoochie's the dog. Baby Sparkles yeah, has got a good head of hair on her. I know, right? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Hello. She can't see, but she just hears everything. Say hi, Tom. <laughs> Tom, would you like to say anything about the coronavirus? Yeah. To interrupt this broadcast because Selena is being very, very irksome today. That's <laughs> 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 another topic we could talk Couples in the coronavirus, but we're still married. He hasn't divorced me yet. So we're hashtag Winnie. Um. <laughs> so um, I think this uh, might be a good time to go to the news. Yes. Okay. So um, I found an interesting story um, in San Antonio at the zoo. They you can drive through. So to practice social distancing, they're having a drive-through zoo. Hang on. This is not a new thing because I've been to safari parks and you wind the window up and you drive through the zoo. lighting. Hang on. You but drive. Not- How do you drive through a zoo? Exactly. That's the whole point. You're they're driving through the zoo. Have the light. Made a new road through that where, where the penguins live and stuff. Well, how does that work? Well, I feel like if they have the space, if there's no people, then they can drive through. Oh. Yeah, have they just let all the animals out into one big uh, enclosure and just like <laughs> every man for himself? <laughs> every animal for itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have a London Zoo, though, right? I've never been to the London Zoo. I've not. I've been to Edinburgh Zoo, but I've not been, oh, have you been it- to the London Zoo here. Yeah, well, when I say I went to it, we were outside it. We walked around because it's in Regent's Park, isn't it? So yeah. we walked up to it and we just peeked through the fence. 
because <laughs> we're too tight to pay to get in. Actually, no, we, we, we were going to go and we was one of the things we just never got around to do that. Well, he lived in London 20 years and so he just, just never got around to doing it yet. <laughs> we camp up in, uh, near Stirling in Edinburgh and uh, there's, um, what's it called, Blair Drummond Safari Park next to where we, we camp in our caravan. And we go there, like, because we get a voucher for staying in the caravan park. And we go to this place every day and early. And like Laura's like, oh, we've got to go because if you go once, you can go back as many times as you want, three. And so it's like, you know, the first time I went through, it was rather amazing to see the lions and stuff. But now, lion, not bothered. Do you know them all now? I know, yeah, yeah. They never do anything. I mean, it's like, wind your windows up. You go through and they've got these gates and guys with like darts on guns, you know, like a dart gun or whatever. And then, and they never do anything. They're just like lying around, scratching themselves and... I don't know, playing cards well, or whatever they do. Well, don't try this at home, obviously, because this is a good, good <laughs> advice. But maybe you should wind your windows down and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Mix things up a bit. There's always a guy in the Jeep watching you. Not us. No, sorry, watching not us. He's watching lions. you, you mean. He's not watching anybody else. <laughs> I think it's, it's the kids will go through the lion bit, and the, but they're too scared to go through the monkey bit because they jump on the car. Uh, <laughs> anyway, well, as I digress. <laughs> was my my news tidbit and Ian or Richard have you found have you got any news have you seen anything uh no you'll have to you'll have to cut that bit out (laughs) you told me you just told me yes you'd only told me this morning what we were talking about look up something yeah you can do if you've got your phone handy I've got some news okay what's your news Richard the US Navy US government have released pictures moving pictures from um their um their fighter jets, which traced UFOs. Have you seen that? Oh, oh my gosh, you're going back to your UFO show. You're so funny. There was an incident in 2004 and another in 2015. Um, so they've released three videos. And what they've done is that the jets were flying, um, trying to intercept these um, these UFOs, which they call UPAs or UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. And uh, and like the guys flying them were going, wow, yeah, hey, look at that, that's amazing. And then they're following this thing that's going, he's doing the barrel roll at two thousand miles an hour. So they're all like, yeehaw, top good. And um, somebody wrote on Twitter that we must be living in strange times. That um, basically the U.S. government releases pictures of UFOs and nobody bothers because you're all too bothered about catching this uh, virus. But. It's probably not UFOs, is it? Where, whereabouts was it? In the States? Where that happened? Hey, it was 100 miles off the coast. And I think it was yeah. um, the uh, the West Coast, the Cal- off the California coast. Oh, right. right. But, um, yeah, so, it's, it's, it's yeah, you should you should watch it. It's, it's like that kind of like black and white, you know, like the heads-up display. And, what the, and they kind of chase it and they... Um, We've got the cameras on the guns or whatever, and they get a lock, Top Gun style, and then it and then it automatically follows this little kind of like white blob on the screen as it's flying around. Well, we had a fly past here, didn't we? Yeah, Captain Tom had a fly oh, past, he did you know, fly past for a, with a with a, a Spitfire and a Hurricane. He did. He's an honorary honorary Colonel now, isn't he? Colonel Tom Smith, uh, Colonel Tom, I should call him. Yeah. yeah. He um. So yeah, because for anyone listening in the. Uh, Good old US of A. He is, uh, he's just turned 100. He was a 
in the army in World War Two, and he decided he would do walk up and down his drive with his house um, with his Zimmer frame, with his walking stick thing, uh, until he, what, raised £1,000 or something? £1,000 for the NHS he was going to raise. And what's he got in the end? I think today it was £31 million. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? So he's gone over a slightly above what he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, slightly above what he uh, was hoping for. £31 million. That's uh, that quite substantial. He's got two trains named after him. Really? Yeah, they've named two uh, 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 locomotives after him, as they do here. Um, um, he's been made a colonel. He got a thank you from the Prime Minister, and he got a birthday card from the Queen. And a Along with about, about a million other birthday cards. He got, like, hundreds of thousands. 140,000 birthday cards, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that was the news. Ian, you work for... Uh, a well-known British uh, broadcasting uh, organisation. Um, in the UK, the TV um, content has taken a bit of a strange turn. So because of social distancing and people not being able to make it into work, they, um, they've they started recording the TV shows at the presenter's house. Is that right, Ian? That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got the Graham Norton show. Uh, it's one of them. Uh, well, and then you've got like, uh, have I got news for you? Which is a it's like a, a panel show, isn't it? Panel show, yeah, yeah. And that that was quite interesting because obviously uh, they're all sort of fairly well known people who are on that show, and it, it, I think that works quite well actually. It's got a different sort of there's this mix. And I think it's interesting to see people's kitchens or where they're doing. Their- <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you like spices, or you're a whiskey drinker, or <laughs> I tell you, it does. It, it's great, isn't it? Because you see all these people like, and, and politicians and things, and it's all coming from their house, and uh, you can't help but to have a bit of a nose around, can you? Really, everybody's seeing what everybody else looks like. Yeah, yeah. like oh, that's a great book collection, or that's some nice art, or so it's fun to check it out. So I'm, yeah. I'm more interested. In- houses are like <laughs> a lot of thoughts you think a lot of thought is where, where will i sit with my webcam that's yes. what i do in, in meetings at work think about where i put my webcam so um but but the thing is is is, is what people have got like mixed response to is there's no laughter there's no studio audience so there's nobody laughing and and it kind of affects the atmosphere of the program there's no yeah the reaction to the jokes isn't there so it's 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 not as funny because other people aren't laughing i think is what they're saying isn't it yeah, yeah, and it's it's um, that I mean, and and these shows like Have I Got News for You is it's obviously based on the news, so they record it in the middle of the week and it goes out on a Friday, and uh, so they have to keep it going, they have to keep it current. It's not something you would record months in advance and would have in the bag. But I suppose, it, I mean, hopefully this won't last too long. But if it did, we'd start running out of programs. They've started showing some repeats on, like, the BBC, haven't they? Uh, yeah, they have. The thing is, that is the big thing. So a lot of soap operas are being made at the minute. Thank God. And, uh, yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I don't. a lot of other productions, people are working on productions have all been closed down. So we're going to have a bit of a void, sort mm. of, you know, in, in a few months where there's going to be nothing, nothing new is going to be made. So it is, it's basically going to be all repeats. Yeah. What's it like in the US, Talina TV? 
Well, everyone's doing the same thing. I mean, all the talk shows are just, you know, doing it from home. So that's why, like, it's more fun. Like, I, talk shows that I never watched before, I'm just curious to see where these people live. Uh, <laughs> like, Jenna Bush, for example, she has a talk show. Um, and so I'm like, oh, what's your kitchen look like? And Ryan Seacrest, he's really big in the United States. And so he always uh, does his show from his kitchen. So I like to see what he's eating. <laughs> <laughs> so, so none of these celebrities have, uh, have been discovered to be like hoarders and have newspapers piled up in their houses. <laughs> we can only get in the front well, door. <laughs> so uh, I know. But that's funny you mentioned that, uh, Richard, because when my husband is talking to me and he, he has a meeting or Zoom, like he has everything in the background like cleaned up because – you know, people will see like. Well, no, Laura is exactly the same. And when people come around to the house, she tidies up, like properly tidies. I say, well, why are you tidying up? Like too, like massively. <laughs> and she says, well, whenever I go into their house, it's tidy. It says, yes, because they're doing what you're doing. All we need to do is break the cycle and then just admit that we've all got messy houses and then we can all just go out of each other's houses and it can be a mess. And but then we I, won't have- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But don't you think oh. you, could, if, you could be really creative with your backgrounds? Like you could be sitting on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise or... or yeah, or, well, you or, could or, do that on some of them. You can change the backgrounds. Yeah, or climbing up the north base of the Eiger or something like Because it's still cold in New Jersey, but like our mayor, she, whenever we have a Zoom, she has like a background as a nice happy beach. Or like some oh. people have San Francisco or I'm in the Bahamas, which obviously we're not. But... <laughs> It makes people yeah. feel better. Well, there was, a, there was a report which came out sort of early in the, in the lockdown and it said just looking at pictures of, um, of like nature can, for just a short period, can really lift the spirits. And it kind of, mm-hmm. it's not as good as actually being out in the, in the, in the real world, but it, it does. So I've started doing that and um, I look at webcams. Apparently um, spirit, spirits can also lift your spirits as well. Ah, uh, well, this is it, Yes. Alcoholic consumption is on the on, on the increase. Say, <laughs> we, we've been drinking a lot more wine than we normally do. Yeah, we have. No report all these painkillers just in case we got coronavirus, and I just use them to um, take away the pain of a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So uh, last time we talked, Ian, you just got back from the states, and um, Mrs. That's P, right. Lou, she was still there. What's the situation? Now, she is now back in the UK. She got the last United flight back from Washington, um, and she said when she got on the plane, it was the the stewardess asked her to look out the window, and all the ground crew were on the ground in a line, uh, obviously all social distancing. And she said it was quite emotional because everybody they were all waving off the last flight from Dulles, which is Washington DC's or one of its airports. So uh, I think those flights are due to resume on June the fifth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're looking to. Well, she's looking to go back then. I think. Oh really? She's going to go back as soon as she's. As soon yeah, as yeah, I think so. Yeah, so she's got. The, I've got to go back as well. So there's uh, all sorts of things we need to sort out there. We still got an apartment out in 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 Reston, which is in Virginia, and um, yeah, we own a car out there. And we've got an apartment. Yeah, so we've got still got a whole life out there. But obviously, we're stuck in the UK uh, while this thing carries on. Well, see, Richard, one of these days you'll have to come out and visit once. Well, I do. I want to I want to come out. Um, hey, Tillene. Yeah, Tillene, you don't want to buy a 2016 Ford yesterday. It's <laughs> 7,000 miles on the clock. <laughs> By the way, I, I hate driving. I never do. <laughs> but thank you, though. 
Because <laughs> you're not that far away from us. You're in. You're only up the road, aren't you? Four-hour drive. Literally, yeah, because you're probably what two hours away from us. No, it's the same distance from Richard to me in London. That's the same distance. Oh yeah, I can do that. I'm three and a half. Up. Uh, no, yeah, well, then you guys will have <laughs> Is there something, Ian, you've started doing now, which you wouldn't have done if you didn't have the time for lockdown? Now I know you're a busy guy. You're always tinkering and stuff. Oh yeah, well t- yeah. So uh, yeah, my garden has uh, been neglected. Well, because we were away last year. I'd say we were in the states. So uh, the garden hadn't been touched for twelve months. So I've been doing that. So. Since I've been back, yeah, it's looking great. I'm thinking about entering it for Chelsea this year if it's uh, if, 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 if it was on. No, 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 it's not quite good. It's not quite that good. I've taken all the moss out out of the back garden, and there's now nothing there. It's just barren land. So showing I was growing moss and I wasn't growing grass. So that's all been done, and it is yeah, it's just basically tidy. The thing is that I've got a load of rubbish to take to the uh, to take to the tips to the dump. So oh, by the way, we're getting the dog. What? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We get the dog. Yeah, we get. What kind of? We get the Labrador. So. Uh, oh, you're getting So, so the in-laws have got labs, and um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I've got you know, and the lovely dogs are so friendly and, and everything, and um, so Laura's been and found, been online, and she's found the, the um some some dogs a uh, dog for us to get. It's still in its mummy's tummy. It hasn't been born yet. We won't get it for a month and a bit, but um. Do you want to so guess how, how much this thing's going to cost so us? You pre-ordered it. You pre-ordered saying? it. We're top of the list, apparently. Laura Sweet right. talked. Laura Sweet talked the, the, the breeder. Um, twelve hundred quid. What? But you can get dogs for. Can you not go to a, a shelter? Mm-hmm. My brother got a cat just before lockdown. Andrew how did got he? A cat. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah they were kind of giving them away because yeah. of, uh, because of, yeah. because of lockdown. Well, they weren't giving well them Laura's worried about. A rescue dog with the kids, and I suppose she's got a point, okay. you know, unpredictable. But I really feel sorry. I've been to do reports when I worked in telly at the cat dog shelter, and it's heartbreaking to leave. Um, but you know, we might get a cat. The dog, the kids would love a cat, but Laura is allergic to them. So the kids came up with a great solution that Laura yeah, can live in the treehouse. Oh, they said, uh, says, Well, mummy's allergic. They said it can live in the treehouse. It says, "What the cat says, no, mummy." So, um, um, but you know, because you know, contrary to Tom and Jerry cartoons, dogs and cats actually getting quite well. Well, that's exciting. The kids will love it, and you yeah. know, the money's worth it. I never thought a dog would bring me so much joy because I never had a dog growing up. And Hoochie is like the savior of our family. He's the only does, normal one. Have, does he? Like, does he fit in the handbag? Uh, he can. If I want to, but Dom likes it. Hoochie calms everyone down. So yeah. we had to put Hoochie yeah. on a credit card, but. Um, <laughs> well, he's got his own credit got, card. No, no, no. We had, to, we had to buy him on the credit card because we went to a pet shop and we, we tried to get a shelter dog and they actually ripped up our check. They denied us because as we were about to get this shelter dog uh, from a rescue place, I said, oh, is that half pit bull? Because Dom said the schnauzer looked like a pit bull. And I'm like, oh, pit bull. And then the lady like denied us. So it worked out for the best. Uh, okay. But my dad said, like before he died, he was said, never get a pit bull. That was his big thing about pit bull dogs. So, <laughs> really? I don't know. So, about so where, we, where, we, where we, we are, we were in Northern Virginia, there were people who had dogs and they had them in push chairs and things like that. You haven't got a push chair for your dog, have you, Talina? 
Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, they had like the little funny. The strollers. Like, they had them in strollers and all sorts. Yeah. I thought, I thought yeah. dogs like walking. Well, you just have to say the word walk well, to a dog. They I don't think you'd ever see that. Yeah, the apartment block we lived in, there was a weight limit on the dog. It couldn't be more than 50 pounds in weight, which is about 24 kilograms or something. It couldn't be, you could. You weren't allowed to have a big dog. I think 24 kilograms is probably quite a big dog. But what yeah. So what's that? I mean, you, so you couldn't have a St. Bernard? No, no, you definitely couldn't. And you'd probably be on borderline with a lab. There was no lab. Really? Yeah, I would mm -hmm. say. Maybe. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. The kids are going to love it, Rich. Yeah. I'm glad you're getting oh, You yes. like it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it then. It's going to be the most difficult one to edit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was good. See, it was, a, it was a, just a chat today. And now we know I'll bring my microphone downstairs yeah, yeah, yeah. and not annoy my husband. <laughs> well, thank you to uh, Ian that down thanks. there in, in London town. I'm at Richard W News on Twitter. And breaking news, Talina is back on Twitter. You can find me at Tales with Talina or Tales from Talina. I actually need to check my Twitter account. It is. I can reliably tell you it is at Tales from Talina. <gasps> Goodbye. Thank you so much. And we will see you all soon. Bye.